Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91.7. Can everybody hear me? Um, I can't tell. Yep, yep. Okay, we can't hear you over there. It's getting a little quiet. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, I can't hear myself, so I'm going to trust everybody else. Well, we are back after fall break. Before we jump into some football, though, how did everybody's fall break go? It wasn't too bad. Um, pretty quiet work, obviously. A lot of football going on, though. Two weeks we've missed out on uh, to be able to talk about, so um, we have a lot to catch up on in, in, in short period of time. And if you want to announce it, I don't care. Um, yeah, next week we're having a two-hour show for missing last Sunday, so be sure to tune into that. We'll and we'll it's hit, homecoming weekend, so we'll have plenty weekend. to talk about yeah. for that. And so. it's Halloween, and it's and Halloween, it's, oh so gosh. it's a oh, wow. it's a big weekend, and we're gonna have we're gonna be here an hour earlier, so it's gonna start at five o'clock instead of six o'clock, but we'll still end around seven o'clock um, per usual. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll tweet it out as well, just so nobody forgets. Um, but that'll be for next week's uh, episode. Well, for last week, WKU beat Old Dominion on the road, 43-20. to 20. I'm just going to go ahead and hop into it. Bailey Zappi, 37-54, 397 passing yards, five TDs, one pick. Jarrett Stearns, 13 receptions, 221 receiving yards, and a touchdown. And another fun fact for you, four different receivers had a touchdown in last week's win over Old Dominion. It's so funny because, like, you see Jarrett Stearns' numbers, and you're like, well, he would have all four if – you know, these are mad numbers. I mean, He's it's got a thousand. Like he just, Zappy just has to throw it to somebody else, just so like it's not in the end quote, zone. Quote, favoritism. Yeah, <laughs> because you see all these different receivers get touchdowns. You're like, how? Jarrett Stearns gets them down the field every time. It feels like so. I mean, he's got over a thousand yards on the season already. We're only what six games or seven games in. I believe he leads the nation in uh, in receptions and, and receiving yards. yards. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Zappy now leads, leads the, the nation in passing yards. Like, yeah. And tied for touchdowns, I believe. Uh, I think he's first in touchdowns, first in yards per game with over 400, and he's second in passing total yards with 3,000 on the dot, which for seven games is quite literally insane. Talk about an air raid offense, but... Yeah, it's ridiculous, and, and you know... I'm getting Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase vibes from Bailey Zappi and Jarrett Stearns. I had to say it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but on the other side, the biggest issue this season so far has been the defense. And against Old Dominion, the defense showed up. Five Finally. sacks and two interceptions. That is huge after how poorly this defense has played throughout the season. But I had a feeling, you know, once conference play starts, you start playing some, quote, weaker opponents. It's going to be an opportunity for this defense to get things figured out. Yeah, and it didn't help that the first conference game was against the top 25 team in UTSA. I'm not sure if they've lost yet Mm -mm, or not. So they're still in the top 20. Only them and Oklahoma are the only two undefeateds left in the nation. Yeah, that's a, that's wow. an interesting stat, um, which is is sad to see because Western Kentucky should have easily won that game um, if you know a defensive stop were to come up at all during that game. Uh, but that's obviously a couple weeks ago. But for this Old Dominion game, they came out the gates hot. They were right. ready to go. It just kind of felt like at halftime they just let off the gas pedal. And Zach Kitley kind of talked about it in a, in a post game interview. He was like, "I need to be better at play calling in the second half because it." it even he felt like he took the the gas off the pedal or the 
pedal. Hit the, the pedal. I got, we know what you meant. We know what you meant. The pedal's not on the metal. Hit the foot. Yeah, foot off the pedal. Your feet are the ones that drive, by the way, in case you. Well, I think some of that was, I mean, we actually had a lead. Like a comfortable lead for the first time, I think, yeah, all year. They didn't start. I mean, besides down. like the UT Martin game, where you actually had a lead, where I think that might have been some of like, I don't know how to call plays when we're not down. Because <laughs> it's like we don't have to pass every We don't have to score in yeah. 30 seconds. What do I do? Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a different look for this. And they, it, it almost scared me because in that second half, you could kind of feel the momentum shift towards Old Dominion's way. Luckily, Western did end up pulling it out pretty pretty handily, but. For a second there, it just kind of felt like if, if Old Dominion could get one more touchdown, they'd be right back in this game. Right, and it's a good thing, you know, the offensive coordinator, Zach Kitley, realizes this because there's a lot of explosive teams in Conference USA this year, and it's a good thing that he saw this and recognized this because WKU needs to be able to, quote-unquote, step on their throat, being the, the other team, in order to win games. Well, and it's hard to, to play with a lead when you've never had it. Right. So for it's a, new, it's a whole new game for them at this point because – you know, you don't run the ball that often. You're usually playing from behind, so it's always a, a pass air raid offense. Now, whether you do that with the lead or not, that's kind of up to Kitley and, and that offensive side. But it's just it's a different look, and hopefully they can kind of figure out how to play with that lead more and more throughout the season uh, as Conference USA goes on. Well, last night, WKU wins back-to-back games. And a big thing, too, back-to-back games on the road right. as they beat FIU 34-19. to This is a little bit more of a weird game to me. I don't know if everybody watched it, but it just felt really awkward. The first half was just... Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It That's a perfect way to describe it. It was just weird. Like (laughs) That's what it was, yeah. Like, FIU comes out, scores. Western didn't score in the first quarter at all, and you're just like, hmm. It felt like that again, where, like, you give up the first drive, and it's like, well, here we go again with this Western Kentucky defense. They're back to normal. And it's not even like FIU's a good team. They're a terrible team. Yeah, they're awful. Oh, it's awful. And I'm sorry, I hate to bash other schools, but the halftime show, they played a video where an FIU, I think it was a running back or receiver, I don't know, was talking about, you know, he had a chance to leave, but he wanted to come back after an (laughs) 0-5 season, and we wanted to, you know, send this program off on the right foot and come back for a revenge tour. Brother, you're one and five, about yeah. to be one and six. What's, what's going on here? Why are we playing this? Well, they got that one game. That's better than they did yeah. last year. Yeah. So I guess they, they got true. their uh, – he got his – the reason to come back, I guess. But, yeah, this game, the, the start of it wasn't – because usually Western, if they get off to a slow start, it's maybe a drive or two. Right. This was a whole quarter, yeah, which you don't see from this offense. It's the first time I can say that WKU's offense was predictable. Quarter and a half, really. I mean, it, FIU knew exactly where the ball was going. There were so many pass breakups. There were so many deflections at the line. It was almost like, I, it was almost like WKU looked over FIU. They, it, that's the vibe I was getting. And then they kind of got smacked in the face, and they're like, "Oh, oh crap! Here we go. We actually got to play." Yeah, and. It, like you said, the offense may be predictable now, but like it hasn't been all year with it's get the ball to Jared Stern to get out of the right. way. That's that's been the whole offense. And you look at it and it's like, oh, we had a down night with still 115 yards on the on the game and two touchdowns. But I just this feels like a a zappy Stern's offense that like you have the few pieces around him, but you cannot rely on that for the rest of the year. I, I have to, I have to assume that somebody's gonna figure out if you just take away Stearns, you have to make Zappy throw to someone else at that point well it's not like they don't have anybody right. else I that's mean, what they have but yeah but for if you're a defense playing against this wk offense you cannot let stearns beat you that's the one thing that you you can't let well, happen. he's going to 
<laughs> well, yeah. Now the question is, can you just keep him in front of you? Well, and it's like 14 catches is a lot for a receiver, but he's doing this every week. Right. So at some point, one team has got to be like, he's not going to get a single touch this game. I don't care if everybody else beats us over the top. Well, and yesterday, you know, kind of what Caden said, there are a lot of weapons on this team. David uh, Davis is the fastest player on this team. I, I would love for him to get more looks. You know, uh, who Mitchell, Tinsley. Mitchell Tinsley had a couple drops yesterday. Though. He did, but he he's had a deep threat. Night. He's played exactly. He's played well. All and then year. Malachi Corley, who is coming into his own this year, had a really bad fumble last night when it felt like WK's momentum was shifting. So it's not that you know, Jareth. It's a one man show. It's not right. But whenever this team can all get on the same page offensively like they did against Old Dominion, but keep that going in the second half, this team's deadly. Well, well I, I think the biggest thing for last night was there was a run game. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, what I was going to say. For yeah, probably the second time this season they have signs of a run game finally. Right. And, I mean, and WKU's run game is less than 100 yards still, but more than 50, which right. is I very mean, interesting. Averaging five yards a carry, basically 4.9. And so they've always averaged well. It's just they never got the touches. Now you got Cofield getting 15 carries in a game, which is – way more than anybody else has all year. Uh, and he kind of looks like he's emerging as RB 1A or 1B or whatever he is compared to um, the other guy's name that I can't – Noah Whittington. Whittington, yeah. I, Cofield just kind of feels like he gives more of a, a power punch on, on the offensive side. I don't That's know. exactly what I was going to say. But this – it's an interesting team. If, if I use not a good team, so you, you kind of expect that, that a run game would pick up during this kind of game. Um, but – You'd like to see it at least, uh, no matter who you're playing. <laughs> well, a couple stats from last night. Like I said, it felt – keep in mind, actually, I'm going to say keep in mind, WKU did not score in the first quarter and a half. Right. And Zappi still finished with forty nine or 39 of 49, 368 yards and three touchdowns. Hey, that's a good That's a good stat. That's a good stat to have. Down game, 368 yards, though. Adam Cofield, 15 carries, 74 yards and a TD. Stearns, 14 receptions, 115 yards, and two TDs. But the biggest thing, again, from last night that I saw was it was back-to-back great weeks for this defense. They were getting after the FIU quarterback. That FIU quarterback at in the fourth quarter just didn't even want to get up off the turf. He was sacked seven times. It felt like the pressure was there all night, and it was just really good to see. And it wasn't like it was one player that was doing all Like, this was, I believe, there was one player who had two sacks, um, and everybody else had one. Like, Debo had one. Everybody else kind of pitched in on, on this defensive side, um, which is good to see that it's not just, you know, D'Angelo Malone dominating a bad team and having five sacks in a game. Everybody else is kind of getting involved against, you know, still a bad team. But somebody's got to step up on this defensive line, and if this is a step in the right direction, then I'm all for it. So. And last night, this secondary, I hate to say it, is awful. Yeah, they had two picks in the um, – the game before this, I don't know Old why I'm, game. I'm yeah. so out of it right now. Um, but even those were like, <laughs> they didn't feel like it was a good interception right. from the secondary. It doesn't feel like they can stay in front of anybody, and if they do, it's when they're 15 yards back. That's just, they, you get five power five recruits to come over here, and even they can't stop Conference USA players. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It makes you feel like... Somebody like Caden Gaylord can go out there and at least attempt to play somebody. Hey, man, tell him my intramural stats. Five picks in three games. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's what we care about over here is somebody. intramural. Western Kentucky <laughs> intramural stats. That's they that's what we live by here. Let's go play for Western Kentucky actual football. <laughs> they call me Trayvon Diggs, except I don't get burnt. Except you're 5'6", so that doesn't help either. I'm, hey, listen, still cold <laughs> out there, man. <laughs> He's got the heart of a lion. But look, no, I mean, yeah, the, the secondary is, you know, garbage. But it's it's – 
it's good for them to gain some positivity, I guess is the word. These are two good motivational games that make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, well, especially after, you know, losing, what, four or five straight? Um, So Games you should have won, too. Some of them, yes, but, you know, like, you're not expected to win when you go to Michigan State, but you feel like you have a chance, and all these teams, like, you're you're so close, you come back, and you're, like, you're a couple plays away from this going a certain way and winning a game, but to finally, like, win in a dominant fashion, I'm sure it feels good for this team, especially coming back home uh, for homecoming. Well, after those games, the Tops move to 3-4 and four on the season, 2-1 and one in conference play. They are fourth in CUSA East right now, behind in the order of FI, FAU, excuse me, Marshall and Charlotte, who WKU plays next week. Yeah, and it should be, it should be a good game. Um, obviously, homecoming, usually you want your homecoming game to be a pretty easy win, um, but I'm hoping for at least this defense to show up like they have the last two weeks um, and at least generate some pressure. Get at least three sacks in this game, and I'll be happy. I don't care what the outcome is. As long as the defense keeps playing well, that's all that matters for me. Because if the offense doesn't show up, it'll be the first time all year. So I expect them to show up like they usually have. Yeah, I don't think the issue is the offense showing up. I think we all know that that's a gimme. But the question is now, you know, they've put two strong games together on the defense side of the football both against teams that, you know, are expected are expected wins. Right. Now you come home, homecoming, Charlotte, above UNC USA East. This is a chance for WK to get back on track, get back to 500. It just feels like there's a lot on the line for this game. And at least for the first half, there will be a lot of people there. So you'll have that home field. <laughs> first quarter. First half. Well, because everybody got to watch the homecoming at okay. halftime. So yeah. there's that. But once everybody leaves, and it's, you better hope you have that lead because you're not going <laughs> to get a rally after that. So right. it really, it's, you got to start. Well, uh, in the beginning of this game, you cannot have a, a quarter and a half like you did against FIU and expect to win this game. I, I just nobody's going to play like FIU is for the rest of this year for for Western schedule. So you can't go a quarter and a half of scoreless football. Yeah. And real quick too, the biggest issue again last night for me is I didn't get to watch the old Dominion game. Um I watched the FIU game and I feel like every game I've watched, it might just be maybe I'm the bad luck with it. It could be. It is so frustrating and agonizing to see this WKU team get down early. I'm at my end with it. It's ridiculous. It's a, it's the first drive. It always feels like it, like every other team has worked on, you know, we have these three drives at the beginning of the game. That's what our whole practice is going on for the whole week. And WKU's defense is just like, yeah, we'll just we'll just base it off of whatever they do on their first drive, which is usually score um unless you were old old Dominion. I don't I don't get how your defensive game plan can be so bad every week. And let's not forget, it was 6-0 at the end of the first quarter, and the first six points came on FIU's opening drive. Yeah. Which is, again, the WKU defense's kryptonite is opening drives. Which, and they did play well after that, but again, it's FIU, so... And FIU literally marches down the field. Yeah. All 42 people in the stands are crazy hype. I mean, it's just like... At what point can this WKU defense actually come out? Did and they defer? Like, who won the coin toss? Was it FIU? I don't or know, Western? but Western needs to start receiving. They need the ball. to start. I, yeah. I think Western the ball won first, and putting ports on the board and giving that defense a little bit yeah. to go out there with. Yeah, it's easier That's to play great. defense when you have a lead yep. than because where they kind of we especially gotta throw with this it, We can pass rush. DBs can play back. It's a lot harder when the game's close or you're playing from behind. Then their entire playbook is open. So it would be nice if Western get off to a fast start. And their offense can help their defense out. And the first drive, you know, they're going to do whatever they're going to do right. from practice that week. But 
it I don't know. They just getting down to fourteen nothing and your defense is like, Well, we have to get a stop or else we're not gonna win because you can only ask so many stops from this defense against certain teams and Charlotte will be one of those teams. Well, we will end it off that. Yes, Charlotte is next week, so be on the lookout for that game. It's a huge game here on the Hill. So if you are in Bowling Green, I highly suggest you be at the house next weekend. Well, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll talk WKU soccer and WKU volleyball. You're listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. I am your host for the week, Patrick Carey, sitting alongside Ryan Gooden, Caden Gaylord, and Michael Thompson, and our three new guys. I'll learn everyone's name by the end of the semester when I'm gone. So, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we were over here talking during the break about our the lovely new taunting rule. We just I don't I don't understand it. Like, and I know this is completely off topic. We're going to talk about WKD volleyball and and soccer, but good lord, I mean, <laughs> we have a college football player that I don't even recall what he did to i think he, he like put his hands up <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going to the end zone after a beautiful run uh, or catch and run whatever it was and he gets the touchdown gets called back because he taunted at the five yard line apparently uh i think he looked back to see where the receiver was or the defender was and then threw his hands up like that yeah so um just you know football guys being football guys and roger goodell being the great gm or Commissioner that he is, putting in new rules. He's complete opposite of Adam Silver, I must say. Well, anyway, it's a small rant, I know. Speaking but of that, WKU volleyball, four and zero, obviously, since the last time we were here. They are twenty and one on the season, eight and zero in conference play. They swept MTSU last week, two to zero, six zero in sets, and then they swept FAU. God, FAU, FIU. I don't know why I'm struggling. Yeah, one's with good, today. one's bad. Go ahead. Uh, they swept F. <laughs> They swept Florida Atlantic uh, this weekend <laughs> 2-0, but they gave up their first set, ending their 37 straight set win streak. I actually looked that up for myself, did the math myself. How can you not say FAU, but you can say 37 straight set win streak? I mean, I, that's not a really good coming out of you two. I know. I didn't, I didn't expect to say that, right? I'm going to be honest. But for this, for this volleyball team, we've talked about it over and over again. It's you know, will they drop a set? And they finally did, uh, but not that that means anything for this team. They're still going to win out in conference play. At this point, we're just hoping for a good seed in the tournament, like we've been saying. It's just uh, same old, same old for even two weeks <laughs> removed from, from doing this. Yeah, so when I was putting this rundown together, the last match that they lost, the only match that they lost, was against Ole Miss. Since then... They swept UT Martin 3-0, Ohio 3-0, Austin P 3-0, St. John's 3-0, Marshall 6-0, FIU 6-0, Eastern Kentucky 3-0, Middle Tennessee 6-0, and Florida Atlantic 6-1 in sets. I told y'all a couple weeks ago, man, there ain't no drama to this season. The only <laughs> drama now we have to worry about is what happens when we switch conferences. Oh, good lord! Yeah, that is. There's yeah, a conference USA is a sinking ship right now. And there's a there's Sinking's a lot of an understatement. <laughs> yeah, well, because conference USA is, and everybody else is getting off the boat except for Western. Yeah. We're sinking with it. I don't know what's going I've on. Got, I I can't believe that we're just. There's got to be something going on. They're not telling us because yeah. I Todd Stewart's got something up his sleeve. He has yeah, to, or we'll else talk about there's next no way. Week. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Once something, I think next week is when we will start to hear actual you know news come out that says. 
either we're looking to go to this conference because there's clearly no no direction of going to the AAC for Western Kentucky. Which I hate. Marshall I and really uh, ODU are Kentucky. supposed to announce this week that they're going to the Sun Belt. Yeah, everybody else is going back to the Sun Belt. Who? It's so interesting that Western is you was from the Sun Belt. Uh, There's no way WK goes back to the Sun no, Belt. That'd be no, hilarious. I heard, no way. I heard the Mac getting tossed around. No, same. no which is Mac. pretty bad too. The Please, Mac. Yeah. If they're gonna leave Conference USA, it needs to be. I, mean, I think they have to. They leave. need to go up. We can't. We can't. They they just took the trashest teams and I mean they took they the did. worst teams. They did take <laughs> trash. Correct yourself. Yeah, they they did take some pretty bad teams, but I mean they did take La Tech and in basketball that'll help them, but everywhere else it's not. <laughs> La Tech's still here. I thought there was rumors they were going to the I think, AAC. I, I was going to say, I thought I heard La Tech was leaving, too. If, if they go to the AAC, then I bet we go with them. There's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, It's all speculation, yeah. but it's just it's interesting to see that, you know, everybody else kind of getting off this ship and West Kentucky just sitting pretty. Yeah, like, oh, I don't, what's going on? Conference championships coming our way. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm smelling SEC caliber transitions, but I'm just kidding. Replace Vandy? Big 12? Yeah, replace. honestly, replace Vandy. Vandy needs to head on to the Sun Belt if we're going to talk about anything. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You can't you can't take Vandy out of the SEC baseball. because baseball. And that GPA. I mean, it, it helps. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and Western is not in the same realm of GPA. for. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, WKU soccer. Yeah, speaking, yeah, speaking of Vandy they soccer. They beat FIU last Friday. We didn't get to talk about that match. They won an OT 3-2, to two, but since then. Another OT win. They've hit a little bit of a rocky patch. Uh, they've lost back-to-back matches against UTEP and F. And Florida Atlantic <laughs> this week. They lost to UTEP 2-0, to zero, and then they lost to Florida Atlantic 1-0. to zero. Both of those being home losses, which I thought was a bit of an asterisk. Yeah, and it, it, like you said, it puts a damper on the season because you hit a rough rough patch. But I, it's almost better to hit this now right. going into exactly. conference uh, tournament rather than hitting it the first week of conference tournament and, and lose that first game. I like, think it also comes in the fact that they realized, okay, we're not going to be first place in the division. Right. right. We're sticking in second. Which, I mean, you soccer, it is it is so hard to, to win out in soccer. Um, so to drop a game or two here and there is fine. It's just once once conference tournament starts, that's when you have to be your sharpest, and I, I feel like they'll be back to normal uh, when that happens. Well, as of right now, the soccer team is 10-4 and four on the season, 5-2 and two which in is conference still play, which is much still better amazing than record. Yeah, what most people expected. So, um, the, And like Caden said, they're second in the East behind, I don't think it comes to any surprise, Old Dominion. Um, any ideas, speculations for the rest of the season for either of these two teams? Just hope you get in as a two-seed and, and at least win that first game. I think, what, didn't they lose last year in the first game, Caden? Was it the or was the championship they lost? No, they didn't lose in the championship. It was, it was, it was the first, first round. round. First round to the eventual champions. I yes, think. yes, yes, yes. So you know, another first round exit wouldn't be the greatest for this team because you've had back to back good years, which it, WKU soccer has not had in a while. Right. So it's kind of like where the volleyball team is, where you know, you know, you're going to do well in regular season. Now it's can you get over the hump in the postseason? Every year, WKU volleyball team has jumped, jumped, yeah, around every year, and now it's going to be kind of the same almost same kind of vibe for the soccer team is not that we're yeah not that we're hoping for a second round exit but right (laughs) obviously the goal is to is to win a championship but you'd like it to not be in the first round when you get out especially if you're a two seed right well don't go anywhere when we come back we got some college football it feels like it's been an eternity since we talked some college football here on red zone radio on revolution 91.7 Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Up, 
Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. I am your host for this beautiful Sunday evening, Patrick Harris, sitting alongside Ryan Good and Michael Thompson and Caden Gaylord Day. And our three new guys, everyone just say your name, please, so I can say it for the next commercial. <laughs> Will. It's, it's Will. It's Mac. I know Will. I know Mac. Noah. Noah. And Noah. Yeah. No last names? You guys, that's your birth certificate? <laughs> is Will? Yep, okay. Just Will. Will, Mac, and Noah. All right, I got that locked in for the next intro. Yeah, Alice Caruso's. Al- <laughs> is that what we're calling him now? No more no. Carmelo Anthony's. <laughs> oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> well, college football, let's just say it has been a crazy two weeks, to say the least. Last time we were here, we were looking forward to the Kentucky-Georgia matchup. That just shows how long it's been since we've Good been Lord, in yeah, studio. Good Lord, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Caden, I'll let you take over for this first game from last week. Highs, lows, what you got for us? I mean, it just showed where Kentucky, there's the distance between Georgia, which is the best team in the country, and Kentucky. And to me, the game wasn't even that bad. The game wasn't bad. It was just receivers were dropping the ball, and defense was tired. Georgia took advantage, and that's how we lost. Will Love has played a great game. I'm not mad at it at all. Obviously, uh, you know, AP folks see Kentucky as a really good team as right. of where they are right now. Honestly, to they me, they only dropped they're, one, right? Uh, they dropped four to 12? last week, and oh. then now, now they're, they're they moved up, oh, okay. they moved 12. up gotcha, gotcha. to twelve. Which I'm glad that they moved them back up after winning. After that, they're a top ten team. I really believe they're a top ten team. I mean, Big Ten garbage. I was not a good team, oh, and Penn State my... clearly isn't either. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> don't get me started. On that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but yeah, that Kentucky game, like. Obviously, you could look at a few plays, one being the, the fumble that the Kentucky defense didn't pick up and Georgia ended right. up scoring the next play. Like, whatever, pish posh. Then the it really felt like like a little brother syndrome. was like you're scared to catch the ball because you know you're going to get hit, and you're going to get hit hard because it's Georgia. So it was kind of like um, being scared of like an older sibling because you don't want to get hit. And that's why the receivers just felt like they weren't – they weren't going forward. They was they were going to catch it and just kind of brace right. themselves. Well, that was like the biggest. I would say one of the biggest games Kentucky's had in a really long time. Like just attention wise. Oh, for just, football, I mean, probably yeah, college ever. Game day. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it was just, three years. I mean, yeah, that was a lot of pressure on that game where a team like Georgia's was in the playoffs like three years ago. So I mean, four years ago. So they're a little more used to the primetime games than a Kentucky team. Well, plus, it doesn't help when Georgia's defensive line is a bunch of 6'8", 370 yeah, guys gosh. that just maul That front up seven that. is disgusting. Yeah. Jordan Davis and, and um, the other guy I forgot, but they're both – I mean, they're both 6'8". I mean, it really might be this year, their year this year because yeah. Alabama's not looking the best. I have so. not been impressed with Alabama to say the We'll league. see in the in – the, They – You never night. know because I feel like Georgia has that same mentality that Kentucky does against Georgia – against Alabama. That didn't make I know sense. what you mean. I okay. know what you mean. I so, got like, you. Georgia feels like the little brother to Alabama, yep. just like Kentucky does to, to Georgia. So, yeah. there's going to be that. I mean, Alabama still got a chance. They made obviously. Tennessee look good yesterday, so I don't know. Yeah, well, Tennessee. Tennessee literally self imploded. Yeah. That's well, as they normally as, do. As right. Well, a couple more games that we'll run through real quick before we talk this week. Last week, we missed Purdue's quote unquote upset over Iowa 24 to 7. Oklahoma State beat Texas 32 to 24. LSU beats Florida. Um, in a shootout, which I thought was surprising, 49-42. But I think that game puts an emphasis on how good this Kentucky team is. You take away that Georgia loss, they dismantled LSU, and then they beat Florida. So if we're going to talk about you know the loss to Georgia, we also need to talk about the big wins that Kentucky's had as well. Yeah, and it depends on if you think Georgia's or LSU's good or if it was just Florida's really bad. So I think it's more of just SEC caliber schools. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to play in the SEC, especially right. uh, this year. It feels like... Everybody's kind of in that third tier, and, and Georgia's in the first. There's no right. – Alabama's in the first as well, but 
everybody else is in that middle area. Even Ole Miss, like, doesn't look great at times, but then they come out and they destroy teams last week. So it's just – it's the SEC. It's just right. they're going to have any given Saturday, it kind of feels like, with, the, with that third tier. And one more thing, too. I feel like Kentucky is really still being slept on through seven weeks. You know, they're six and one or through eight weeks, I guess I should say. Um, and there's still a lot of football to be played, so I'd, I'd be careful and I'd watch out for the Wildcats come this home stretch of the season. But moving to this week, Illinois beats Penn State. I think it was at Penn State. In a barn burner, I must in say. In one of the Nine worst football time? games I've ever yeah, watched. First of all, before I even say that, it was twenty to eighteen was the final score in nine overtimes. In nine, well, you know they uh, changed the, the format, points. right? Yeah, new yeah rule. after the two new overtimes, rule. we go to two point conversions, and which might know. be the dumbest I rule. I, I, I kind of like it. Like twenty to eighteen drops on those two point conversions too. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, I, Illinois played to their speed. They they were able to control that game more or less, and that's why they won. I just I feel like. I would much rather see a Texas A&M LSU game from three years ago. I agree. I'd rather see a shootout, too. Than, than watch two-point conversions <laughs> fail for seven overtimes. Think, That's ridiculous. They, they can't let that Texas A&M LSU, that game was on for like five hours. Yeah. You can't expect kids to be out there that long. I think that's what led it to it. It's just a safety yeah. thing of kids. You're going to get hurt if you yeah, play but football for five hours. When you're 30 yards out, you – somebody's – that never happened. That was a phenomenon. Yeah. That was like yeah, that's, once that in a was lifetime. A one-time thing. Like – now you're going to see it more often of people just not being able to convert two-point conversions. Like, that's that's way more predictable. Well, it's hard because you just – you're off – you know, you're playing defense, offense come in, one play. It's like you don't have any rhythm. It's like you're out there, get one play. And, and then, then if you, you miss go back it, off, yeah. and then come back one play. So that is kind of – And the five drops obviously doesn't help. Yeah, that but was, that game should have been over in, in three. It actually yeah. shouldn't have never should went have into overtime, overtime yeah. if you're Penn State. Yeah, but. And, yeah. Credit to the Big Ten football. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati and Oklahoma both escape with wins. Oklahoma especially. Oklahoma's a joke. I don't, I don't. <laughs> they are. And that's Will. No last name. That you is don't Will. Go to Lawrence and you're down at halftime. Come on. Don't give me that. To Ka- yeah, Kansas. A joke. It was funny. They had a, they had a, a little graphic pulled up, and it, it showed Kansas and their you know offense, defense, you know whatever, yards per game. They were like 127th, 129th, 130th, and at the very bottom it says there's 130 FBS teams yeah. <laughs> as like a slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oklahoma's out here losing to them at halftime. That's here, just Here's my thing. I truly believe Kentucky would beat both of those teams. You said what? I truly believe Kentucky would beat Oklahoma oh, and, yeah. and Penn State. Oh, Penn State, State Cincinnati, whoever you want to put out there. I, I, I definitely think, agree with the Penn State and Oklahoma. The Cincinnati game, I is think the would one, be a good game is Cincinnati. Cincinnati would be a good but game. But I think yeah. Kentucky would handle it. I, I still think it would be. I don't, I don't think Kentucky would be. I mean, Kentucky, they are good. They have a good team. But they don't have a signature win all year. I don't think they've beaten. Now Florida's Florida. not ranked. So um, I don't know, Kentucky, yeah, but, how good are they? It's just it goes back to this is this is my biggest issue with that and it's no disrespect. You say how good is SEC Oklahoma? football is the top tier. It yeah. is just because they're not ranked. You know it. You can't rank every single team SEC in the SEC. Yeah. Florida's not what they are most years, but beating Florida for Kentucky that's a good win. That's beating Florida in any and school is a LSU good win. Beating LSU by twenty plus is another huge win. And I don't it, I, the LSU this year. The they, Florida one impresses me more than the LSU. And, one. and it depends on when you look at the, the wins. Do you look at the end of the season and go, "Well, we beat this team and now they're ranked this," or do right. you look at it as we played them at this moment right. and they were ranked this? I just at think that that's time. the reason Kentucky's ranked not in the top. I mean, you think a one loss SEC team would be in the top 10 you know up there high it also the reasons it's not is because what is if you're like what's your best win on the year we beat a lsu team that said their players don't want to play for them their coaches don't want to coach for them and their head coach and we beat 
an unranked Florida team. Yeah, but at the time, Whoa. four yeah. weeks ago, Just Florida. Coach like that's that. what they I'm said. That was, that was the fine. report that came the out of LSU. Four weeks ago, we were talking Real as tigers. if, like, you know, oh, Florida, they they were so close with Alabama, and you're right. looking at that going into well, So once you lose Kentucky, it's like. So who's Oklahoma beating? And, yeah. Well, and here's the biggest thing for me with it no is. That's fair. Well, I think Oklahoma has the history of they're a, a commonly a good program that's for a recent good. time. Kentucky is kind of the here's their year. They, is it is it they're having a good year because they're really good? Or they're having a good year because SEC's down. That's kind of the. Well, and I, I don't agree with that because Kentucky has gotten better every year. They it is this is the first time we're gonna have yeah. A, yeah. Kentucky's gonna have an eleven and two, eleven and one season, whatever it will be, ten and two. It just feels like every year is a is an upgrade from Mark Stoops and this team. No matter. So I just feel like recruits are going to start coming in to Kentucky. Been, and they already are. Well, great. I know, but like act like top five. You're going to start getting the here's, skill players more or less the than the guys in the trenches. Is you're mentioning Oklahoma, you're mentioning Alabama, you're mentioning all these teams that were preseason already ranked in the top five, top right. ten. Kentucky was nowhere to be found at the beginning of the season. Right. So they're already at an uphill battle with the rankings themselves. You know, you look at these wins, they, they're climbing in the rankings. So they're not just going to jump from unranked to a top 10 team. You have well, to earn your way through, and they're doing that. And Oklahoma's biggest win is against Texas. And you could say the same thing about Texas that you are about Florida. Obviously, Texas yeah. is a little bit better than Florida, but they've lost to bad teams as well. So it's yeah. kind of just whoever you play in that moment is, you know, because the Red Rival right. is the biggest game for Oklahoma. Which was which, a crazy game. Which yeah, was. was a crazy game. And that's why you try your – Florida is the biggest opponent that Kentucky had. They – obviously, Georgia is the best one, but they want to beat Florida, like, so badly because they haven't at home in forever, since 1950. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this, but it feels like Oklahoma gets bailed every week. Oh, like, 100%. It's just like they're going to – it feels like yep. they're going to lose. Yep. It was like Nebraska, West Virginia, Kansas State, Texas, even TCU. It's like – these, those were close games, and yeah. even like last last night or yesterday against Kansas, they just but, get bailed but, but out. There is by, something to be said is they are winning those games. I yeah, mean that. Yeah, yeah but is that really something? Yeah, that these teams are really. This. That's the these teams question. are losing these games. Yeah, right. well, Nebraska. They argue they lost that game. Yeah. Texas one hundred percent lost that game. Kansas lost that game. I so, just don't understand. Like you're gonna see it if lane. Oklahoma wins out and yeah, then Tulane at home to start the year. Because if Oklahoma wins out and they and they play in Alabama in the first round, you're going to see the difference. Well, yeah. You're going to see uh, yeah. this is not Kansas. I can't <laughs> wait until that, Oklahoma goes to the SEC and gets exposed because their defense is so far behind everyone else that Kentucky would beat Oklahoma right now. I the, genuinely the, think really. so. And the thing is, we're going to see Oklahoma that. lose because Kentucky's to end defense. their schedule, they have to play Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State, who all they're three all are ranked. ranked. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Oklahoma's it's got that Western Kentucky syndrome where they get down early. And so when you play a run-heavy team like – if they were to play Kentucky, you cannot do that. So that's just well, obviously – the only credit, though, with that is, going back to what Max said, is they're still winning the games. They are. That's the biggest thing. That's why Oklahoma still ranks so highly is, yeah. you know, they're squeaking through these games, barely winning, getting lucky, whatever you want to say. But bottom line is, that's still another one in the W column. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing in terms of rankings. And they right are now. defeated, but I, I just have a feeling at some point it will – It's going to – It's going to implode. It's going to fall apart. It's probably speaking of imploding. Baylor. Speaking of imploding – Good old Rocky Top uh, last night against Alabama lost fifty-two to twenty-four. It was a much closer game going into the fourth quarter, and I mm -hmm. feel like I turned it on after this WKU game, and I just watched the team by textbook definition fall apart. Tennessee's like Detroit; they're there for three quarters, and then they. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, twenty-eight in the fourth quarter, bro. Twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter. It was. I think after they got, they were. It was a one-score game, thirty-one twenty-four. And then they threw that. I think it was a pick six. 
after that, the yeah. wheels just fell off. Yeah, and it was disaster. So that's when it really they couldn't just even kinda, move the chains. Well, because once you're behind two scores in Alabama, especially for that Tennessee, night, yeah, Denny, you, you just Denny. feel like it's yeah. it's impossible to come back. I from. think that loss was even worse for Tennessee fans than past losses because you're in the game, so you're yep. pumped going in for two hours. You're pumped going into the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, I mean, they're almost there. They're Tennessee so is scary. Close. I will say, Tennessee they do is look really good. Close after Guatemala Bay left, they're looking really good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his name was, Garantano. I mean, you yeah. look past what they did, <laughs> you know, exactly what the fan base did last week, and well, I mean. The, it, just yeah. the whirlwind that program's been through over the Could last several years. Fan base. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Well, real quick, I'm going to highlight some some games. Uh, Iowa State beats Oklahoma State 24-21. Wake what? Forest puts up 70 against Army. But here's the thing. Army, Army put puts up, up 56. And they ran for almost, I think it was over 400 yards in that yeah. game. That's insanity to me. If you if you hear a team puts up 56 points, you're like, oh, my gosh, they just blew somebody out of the water. Nah. They put, they got Hope beat. you bet the over on that one, bud. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> insane. For an Army team that runs the ball. So it's like, how is there enough time for that to happen? Yeah. I don't know. But. Wake Forest, <laughs> if you want to watch a high-scoring game, there's your team. They always re- That is very true. Well, UTSA embarrasses Law Tech 45-16, to the future of the AAC and Louisiana <laughs> Tech, apparently. UTSA stays undefeated and will move up in the rankings, which is really good for Conference USA right now. Miami What's upsets NC it? State last night in what was honestly one of the craziest endings I've seen in a while. 31-30, to Notre Dame handles business against longtime rivals USC. 31-16, to a lot of fun college football, uh, a lot of good teams going down. It's It's... It's been an interesting season to say the least, so it'll be a lot of fun to see, you know, what you know, what gets pulled out of the bag at the end of the season for the college football playoffs. But don't go anywhere. When we come back, we got the best sport in all of the nation, the NFL. You listen to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 917. Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the red zone right here on Revolution 917. Because I was about to say we are UK because I grew up in Reparation. Uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, today I'm gonna say we are. I don't know that today. I guess hey, I don't know where I was going with that. What a dud. Anyways, Ooh. NFL talk. It is the best time of the day for me. Just this season alone. Now, bear with me, everyone. I have dealt with a lot of losses in my lifetime. Ryan and Caden can. Can uh, second me on that. Cincinnati sports fan for you. Yep, exactly. I agree 100%. But it's a much different year in the city of Cincinnati, both on the college level and in the pros. Uh, Bengals' first game of the day dismantle the Ravens in Baltimore. And it's so beautiful to say. 41-17, to 17, Joe Burrow, 416 passing yards, which is a career high, three TDs. Jamar Chase, eight catches, 201 yards, and a touchdown. And he broke the record today. He has the most receiving yards of any rookie in the history of the NFL through seven games. That's a good. Uh, that was a great win for the Bengals, honestly. On the road, you know, playing in Baltimore. And, uh, and that's a team you want to beat badly. It's a team if you, you are beat. a division yeah. rival. Obviously, you know, the Steelers The and Bengals Ravens. were outscored to the Ra- were outscored by the Ravens last year, 65 to was 6. Wasn't it? I think it was 10 straight quarters. Yeah, 10 straight quarters. Until the second quarter yeah. today, the, the Ravens hadn't given up a touchdown to Yeah, it was Cincinnati. It, that's insane. But here's my thing, Patrick. This Ravens team has like 15 guys on IR, and oh you know, I'm just no saying, excuse. no, I'm just, no, it's not, I'm yeah. not, they just excuse. destroyed yeah, yeah. the Chargers. I'm not making an excuse, but 
when it comes to the end of the season, these playoffs. Oh, I agree. I you agree. know the Ravens don't forget. Well, and, like, I mean, we'll, and don't these and, are and, two top teams in the AFC. And definitely. remember too, Caden. The Ravens have to play in Cincinnati this year too. So I agree with what you're saying. Is this isn't like a one win? You're like, oh my gosh, all right, let's move on. Because in the AFC North and all of NFL football, you play those teams twice. So I'm definitely going to be seeing a redemption game uh, for the Ravens. But it was a because well, this is the win. first time that Lamar's lost to the Bengals in his career. Yeah, he's so, not no. So he's gonna. He's going to want that one back. And he left today. He left the stadium without shaking hands. That's about right. I don't mind it. I, I, think, uh, I mind it. One thing, uh, I think this was a big – I mean, for Baltimore, does it change a lot of your opinion? No, I still think they're you know they're going to be in the playoffs. It would shock me if they weren't. Oh, but I think it took Cincinnati from – before the season, it was like, you know, try to be 500, be competitive. If you make the playoffs, that'd be amazing. To now, it's kind of like if you don't get in the playoffs, right. it's a letdown. Like we were like, I feel like at this point in the season, it's like you should be a playoff team. Well, before the yeah. season, it was Zach Taylor is a bridge – you know, head coach is going to move on to a yep. to a better coach after this, and that's when they're going to really, uh, you know, improve and go to the playoffs. And now it's like Zach Taylor is the guy right now, right now. and the, the and playoffs he, are right now. If they ended today, the Bengals would be the number one seed. The, the Bengals are <laughs> after today. The Bengals are number one in the AFC. I don't boring. even care about that though. What I care about is the fact that the Bengals are number one in the AFC North. That's the biggest thing to me is because. With NFL football, you can beat whoever you want, but what matters the most is divisional wins. Right. And How many teams are... make the playoffs now? Is it seven? Yes. Seven. yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals are 2-0 in the AFC North right now, both road wins at Pittsburgh, at Baltimore, which, as a Bengals fan, is the most crazy thing to say. And you know what the funniest thing is? Is that if going into the season, if you were to tell me, everybody in this room has a favorite team in the NFL, and if you were to tell me one team out of everyone in here – was supposed to be in the playoffs right now. If the if the playoffs were to start today, and it was the Bengals, I would have laughed right in your face, because you have I understand the Eagles, the Panthers, <laughs> the Giants, the Bears over there. In fairness, Bengals. all of our teams are pretty. Eh. Hey, my team got a dub today. The Lions. Sorry, Mike, I forgot. We could oh, use a Zach Taylor right yeah, now cool. in Chicago. <laughs> but it's just it's it's a great it's a great start to the season. It's just you. For the Bengals, and I'm sure fans will uh, totally agree with this. You, you got to keep it. You have. That's the biggest thing is consistency. Now. Yeah. Now you have. You're halfway through. You're, you're not, sure not that even you can halfway through the season yet. You still have ten more games. Yeah. But can the Bengals sustain right. what they're doing? That's the biggest thing. And I think if you if injury free, I feel like the AFC North at worst yeah. you be you be a second seed right. in the AFC North, and that's if the Ravens go on this streak and and win the second game tiebreaker or whatever. So. Obviously a great start for the Bengals, and I'm sure Patrick is loving it. Yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a pretty good day today so far. But rewinding, though, to last week, Monday Night Football, Titans beat the Bills on a fourth oh, down stand. frustrating. 34-31. to 31. I don't want to hear it. That is the if, – if I am the Bills coach, and I'm going to go off on both of you right now because I heard it. I heard it. I know. I, I, I agree too. with the play call at the end. I do. I, I genuinely do. If you're I, telling me that I would rather have – it's a 50-50 shot that you get the ball in overtime with a coin flip, a, not even something that you can control. It's a coin flip. And you're telling me, because they haven't stopped Derrick Henry all yeah, game in that fourth corner. You lose. If you lose a coin toss, you lost the game. Yeah, they're because not they're not, they game. weren't stopping the Titans at any point during that game. And the and Titans it, weren't stopping the Bills. That's right. So but it's, it's a 50 But your 50-50 chance. 50 chance. And that's where it goes to. And I would much rather, it's 9 out of 10 times that Josh Allen is making a 4th and 1 QB scramble where he doesn't slip and fall. Yeah, he just slips. Yeah. So, it's nothing so I would take that 9 times out of 10. I don't care what the outcome is. That is a That is the right call. No matter what. So, did, did you all see the next morning? I don't remember who it was. I don't remember who was talking, but he was talking about the Bills Titans game, and he was like, 
Could it be that Josh Allen was stopped on this fourth down? Could it be because the Bills' left tackle, Taylor Lewan, yeah. gets injured? Yeah. And I was like, how are you a professional analyst <laughs> yeah. and you whiff yeah. so badly on a take the way he did? Well, and the yeah. fact that they're considering that Taylor Lewan being out doesn't help them because he's played awful all year. So yeah. either way, that was a bad tweet, no matter who – which side oh, it wasn't a tweet. No, it, it, was was, a, it, was, it was Chris oh, Broussard. Live? Yeah, it, it was live. Take on oh, it Chris Broussard? He literally said it like this. Could it football. be yeah. because Bill's left tackle, Taylor Lewan, was <laughs> injured? And I was like, who? Wow. Anyway, sticking with the Titans, though, they demolished the Chiefs today, 27-3. to Patrick Mahomes, I believe, it went out awful. with an injury. He's they fine. Said, they said he's, he's fine. fine. Yeah, he's – They said he's fine. He, he passed. Coach he got, he got it hit did look – It looked awful, He got though. smacked yeah. and – Because I don't know – He called a Triple H – He called a Triple H knee to the to the face. Yeah, we are <laughs> we are all too young to remember um, – I forget the, the quarterback from the Chiefs that he slid and somebody basically knocked his head off. And Are you talking about Joe Flacco? No, no, no. For the, Ravens? No, the Chiefs. This was way back when, I think it was Matt Castle maybe, or somebody like that, that that's why they implemented the QB slide rule, that Uh once you slide, you're down, because this guy got his head. That's what it it reminded me of, because Patrick Mahomes' neck looked was way back, and I was like, good Lord. Well, two weeks ago, the Titans were on the decline big time. They were struggling throughout the season. They've lost to the the Jets. Jets. They beat the Jags, but then... Beating the Bills and the Chiefs. Now, obviously, the Chiefs are on a down year. Those are two huge wins for the Titans to help get them back on track. And it, and it's weird because this this Chiefs win wasn't because Derrick Henry ran the ball. It, Tannehill yeah. threw the ball. They this did game. everything else, right? And it was it, it was kind of weird to see. And the Titans are then again, though, team, this is like, one of the worst defenses in I, the NFL. Do, you know, right? if you're thinking about a serious so. contender, do you want to put Tannehill the guy? That's why it's all. You got to remember the they they lost the Jets. So this same team that, that beat that, the Bills also lost the Jets. You so got to remember got the, a little bit of both in them. So you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, but they also didn't have AJ Brown or Julio. Yeah, so at that right. point you're like it's Derrick Henry or nothing. And, and the, the Jets, Jets knew Jets that. knew that. Yeah. So it's like stop the run and you win because Tannehill is limited. Yeah, but it's still a bad loss. But I think this one. This is another one where I think it's, it just really makes you about the Chiefs more than the Titans. Because I still think Titans are a good team, and their division's bad. They'll be in the playoffs. I, what they do in the playoffs would still be, I don't know. But the Chiefs, I mean, yes. usually they are, their defense has all been bad, always kind of been They're bad. They're getting exposed. This, this is the worst but, defense Yeah, now it's the worst, but now it's like they couldn't even score today. And it's like that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes banged, is banged up. missing easy throw like just stuff that he, he did last year he just got lucky game. last year picking every or pick drops 17 of his last well, the picks the picks i get because the picks he has gotten but lucky that drop picks or whatever some from of last them year. though are just yeah. bad but like throws. even the wide open throws that he's yeah. missing it's like what if something is off i don't know what it it's is also they don't have a run game so exactly. last year they had a run yeah, game. yeah exactly mm-hmm. i mean one dimensional now it's Teams are just dropping eight. Yeah. Now, now it's all on Mahomes' shoulders, yeah. so he yeah. feels like he has to overcompensate yeah, and for the do defense something. too. I mean, he knows they're going to put up thirty points. I Whoever have to score playing. forty yeah. points to win this game, and that's a lot to go into every week. No matter how good your offense is, like I need forty. That's a lot. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the Chiefs unravel this year. They're only seven weeks in, so there's a lot of time left for the Chiefs to get things right. But moving on to a couple more games. Real quick that we need to hit Giants, Cadence Giants yeah. beat the Panthers twenty five to three. The biggest thing for this is Sam Darnold's the Panthers garbage. were three and zero. Christian McCaffrey went out. And that's when that's and when everything since dropped. They're three and four. Yeah. I I haven't watched much of the Panthers. Did you say someone's a Panthers fan I'm a here? Panthers fan. He's a Panthers okay, fan. talk to me. Yeah, I think <laughs> Darnold, Darnold eventually got benched in this game today. He's really he, yeah he did yeah he did and it, it makes Whoa. every every quarterback looks great with McCaffrey because 
you bail it out, you throw a two-yard pass, and he gets 12 or right. whatever. So, I mean, they did play bad teams start the year, too. But right. I think Darnold, is he the guy now? Now it's well, like it's, it's like just in – In my head, because we talked about it a few weeks ago, Mac, I was like, you, you can't bail on Tua and still be in on Darnold. You have to – because they're the same player to me. Right? No, not even close. Not even close. Tua does stuff for that offense and that team. Stop it. No, Kevin. go. No, no, no. Stop go watch it. the. Go watch the. I Dolphins watched the game today. Jaguars game. Tua does stuff for that team popcorn. that Darnold does. He lost Darnold the Jags. I don't garbage. care. He's they're one in six on the year. I know Brissett had played like three Miami's games. A good team. We're at like Miami's Miami, good team Miami's as a, a whole. Team. The they're Panthers awesome. aren't a bad they, team. They have a no, bad quarterback. The Panthers quarterback. have a great defense, which is what's really bad. Because their defense is, I think, best in the league on third down. And they had the Giants today. I mean, until eventually the, it got away from them and the, the offense wasn't doing anything. They scored at the end. But it was like eight to I – mean, like five to three until like yeah, the third so quarter. Yeah, it was five so, safety. We just totally yeah. killed the first Caden and Ryan heated argument, and I was totally in <laughs> Can we get back to that real quick? Sam no, Darnold is complete garbage. He's the only quarterback that's about to lose to the entire NFC East for the first time in I don't know how long. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying Mac was over here you know, I, I, I was on Sam Darnold's style. I was pumping the brakes on the Sam Darnold criticism. But, he, but then he was out on today, Tua. Today's a tough day to to have Sam Darnold. I'm just saying back. you can't be it's in on one and out on the look. other. I mean, we just lost. We, the Giants don't have any star players right now. We're Devontae Booker's our best player on offense right now. <laughs> Good I mean, literally. Gosh. And we put up 25 points. That's yeah. and that's that's what I was going to say. Danny is Dimes just, just making people better. The Panthers are <laughs> okay. I'm yeah, going to walk out the studio. They give up yeah. 25 points. I'm about to too. walk out the studio. But yeah, <laughs> for for an Eagles fan, it's it's interesting to see Danny Dimes. I hope he signs a contract. He had a terrific catch. <laughs> a terrific catch today. Did you see that? Yeah, it's the best, yeah. Just, one hand best Giants receiver right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, two more quick games, real quick. The oh. Browns beat the Broncos on in Thursday night football Gross. in a barn burner, seventeen to fourteen, which Gross. is one of the worst games I've watched all year. And the biggest issue for me right now is the Colts and the 49ers are the primetime game tonight. Both, I believe, are two and four. Are the, the Niners are two and three? Yeah, two and three. I mean, that's awful. That, that's putrid. Well, but, it and, doesn't help. Yeah, Trey Lance is a quarterback. That's not going to be fun for anybody. He's out. Yeah. Oh, he's out? It's Garoppolo tonight. Yeah, I was going to say he's uh, out. And I know uh, that doesn't help either. They traded <laughs> off. Now Lance is hurt and Garoppolo is healthy. So they'll yeah, they're just, just deal with that. They're just year. throwing everything out. Well, when we come back, we're going to do Pick'em's the best time of Sunday afternoon on Red Zone Radio Revolution 917. Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports, you're in the red zone right here on Revolution 91.7. Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. I'm your host, Patrick Harrison, alongside Ryan Gooden, Michael Thompson, Caden Gaylord, Will <laughs> Mac and Noah. Noah and Noah. Yeah. Good thing I did not say what I thought I was. I was about to say Drew. I'm so sorry. Oh. And Noah. Wow, that's so rude. I, Drew doesn't even know his own. Last last year, Tori didn't know my name like for four shows. So I, it's my <laughs> turn to to be that guy for the show. But Pickums, my favorite time. Does it, Caden? Do you have a current standings on Pickums? I did not. Yeah, I switched them. They're in oh, there. you switched them. Okay. Let's not go through that. Yeah, let's do that. So <laughs> it's the worst even, week ever for Pickums. I don't even know. Which. It, it was wow. garbage. All right, so Mike is in fourth, twenty-eight and twenty-one. Ryan is thirty and nineteen. I am thirty-one and eighteen. Caden is thirty-two and nineteen. So the top three are pretty close. Will twenty-eight and twenty-one. Noah twenty-nine and twenty. Mac. 28 and 21. Everybody went 5 and 5 except for my poor man Will who I, went 4 late, and 6. Late game meltdowns. I don't want to hear your Late excuses. game meltdowns killed me. 
But real Texas quick, is not back. Caden, uh, <laughs> there we go. Ryan's actually in the in the race now. Caden and I've been neck and neck, but but Ryan's sneaking in. I'm he's, creeping up on. He's that. one behind me. I'm one behind. You keep Kaden. throwing these awful games, and though I won't be. Good Listen, Lord. I took about 20 minutes trying to figure out pickums. They were so bad. Especially but that last what's game. What's bad because we have five minutes to do it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so. I had nothing else. I was like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and throw it in there. Uh, well, we first game is WKU and Charlotte. Uh, Mike, who you got? I'm gonna take the tops. I think tops. I think they can get it done on homecoming. Yeah, uh, is this a clean sweep? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Mike, I'm gonna come back to you because I know I hate that I just did that to you the first time, but your boys, the Michigan Wolverines, Wolverines, <laughs> and Michigan State, a top ten matchup in the Big Ten, number six versus number eight. Who you got? Is this even a question? Michigan <laughs> State. I love Michigan it. Michigan State, no, obviously. No, uh, Ryan. I don't, this is tough for me, honestly, because. Uh, give me Michigan. And this is at Michigan State. Yeah, that's why it's tough. I am going to go Michigan as well. Go I'm going to interrupt this, and I'm going to do Michigan State. Okay. I mm-hmm. like that pick, honestly. I don't believe in Michigan. They're either going to lose this one or they're going to lose to Ohio State. Let so, me, Mike, yeah. real quick, uh, should Michigan win this game? They should. I mean, it's at, it's at noon. They typically perform well at Michigan State during the day. I mean, <laughs> that's what I needed. That's all I needed. I, I think I think they should they should win. The offense has to be clicked. The defense will show up, but it depends on whether we'll see what kind of offense we'll see. So, fair but, enough. All right, I got no good information right there. To well, I mean, no, I'm see, just kidding. I'm just kidding. This offense could take itself to the next step with J.J. McCarthy, but they, they keep starting Cade McNamara, so <laughs> you never know. I mean, J.J. McCarthy's – five be controversy halfway they, through the they put J.J. McCarthy was the number three quarterback in his class. He's a five-star. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> He's looked amazing when they've put him in, so – well, I think this game is huge for Michigan, too, because no one's really talked about Michigan. They've snuck their way into the, the top six. Yeah, they're almost if they win this game, namesake. I could pr- – huh? They're in there because of their name. That's it. Not because they're that great of a team. Sorry, I mean, this is, this is only the second time in the Harbaugh era we're 7-0. and I mean, first time since 2016. It's, it's, like when Notre, it's like when Notre Dame's good. They're like, oh, we got to throw them in there. Eh, you know, they're not that great. All right, that's wow. a whole different question. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> Ole Miss and Auburn – a good SEC matchup. Uh, Mike, who you got? Uh, Ole Miss. Okay. Everyone, sweet. Everyone's throwing in their picks for me already. Should I just name just, the picks that y'all have? I'm just going to make it easier for you. That way you don't have to type them all in because I know okay. it's hard doing that and asking okay. questions. Caden, uh, Kentucky, Mississippi State, who you got? I'm pretty sure that's Them an cats, easy one. cats, baby. Cat. Is that a sweep? Cats. Yeah, clean yeah. sweep. Go Cats. Uh, cats by 90. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is Penn a State but, you know. and uh, Ohio State. Uh, Ryan put State. State. <laughs> State. Of, Ryan put State. Yeah. Um, I think you know everyone's got Ohio about. State in here. Mike, Penn can State, I go obviously. ahead and book you for Ohio State? Yeah, as well? I'll, I'll take Ohio State on Penn this. Penn State dropped a 20. That's insane. They're not a good team. I know, Iowa but State and West Virginia. Jump. I think this is a good game. West Virginia's, you know, not been the best this year, but it's I would. 12. Hey, give me Iowa State. <laughs> yeah, Iowa State. ISU. What wow. a good game you put in there, Pat. <laughs> there were literally no good games. I know. I'm just messing with you. But, well, yeah, West Virginia. <laughs> Look, I could have put in, I think it was like uh, Nevada and somebody. But I could even tell you who it was at this point. Never mind. That's how you know it's a good game. Iowa and Wisconsin. Does Iowa bounce back or does Wisconsin? Wisconsin uh, is the first the, time. These, this is the first no time they've looked bad. This is painful to get through. Uh, I'm going Iowa. Yeah, me too. Wisconsin hasn't looked good all year, which is weird. Mike. Give me Iowa. Yeah. I'm only asking you over and over because you're the only one that I'm writing in for you. 
because Caden and Ryan are already pretty much done with their pickups. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't, I can't be like, hey, Ryan, who you got? Oh, uh, look at the paper. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this next game is, is disgusting, which is why I haven't written it in yet. <laughs> SMU and Houston. I, I don't think this is always a good game every year for some reason. <laughs> SMU is ranked. Yeah, but, but Houston's also 6-1, and one, I believe. It's this would be a game Houston wins. Just that's a Thursday games. night game. It's a great question, uh, Will. It's a great question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have no answer on that. I assume it's probably a Friday night game. It feels like a a, a week night game. Um, I don't know who to pick because me, I don't, I don't care. Give me SMU, uh, yeah, because I also don't care. And I would whoever picked these games needs to be fired. Yeah. Wait, that's you. I know. <laughs> Thursday night football though. No, it's a Saturday. No, night it's game. Saturday. Uh, uh, wait, Mike, who do you have for that game? I'm uh, talking about actual SMU. Thursday night football, <laughs> huh? SMU, yeah. I was talking about actual Thursday night football. The Packers, Packers and Cardinals. Cardinals. All right, this is actually, this is where it gets, well, this is really the only spot where it's good. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night football, Packers at Cardinals. Packers undefeated, or pff, Cardinals undefeated. Packers 6-1. and one. Who Should we be got? a good game. Uh, I'm going to take the, I think the Packers, I think this will be the Cardinals' first loss. I'll take the Packers. Okay. Uh, Mike? Uh, I'll take the Packers, too, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There goes my pick. <laughs> See, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put the Packers because Caden put cards, and I have to make sure that I'm close to Caden right now. <laughs> you could tie it. Don't base. Don't base your picks on it. Who do you think? Go with your gut. All right. I picked the Cardinals because they look really great offensively, and they can attack this Packers defense. The Packers defense is not that bad, but and the Cardinals defense, defense has played up. really. Yeah. Well, this is the first before the game today for the Packers. They had given up. They were their defense. Had given up 14 out of 14 red zone touchdowns. They hadn't stopped a single red zone. And Jair Alexander's team. on IR, so yep. yeah. But I still think I think Aaron Rodgers. Two more damaged. quick games: Steelers at Browns. Barn burner. Yeah. They are, Baker's it, out. It's either that or it was like uh, Jets and Dolphins or something like that. Uh, sadly, I'm gonna have to pick the Steelers. Jets have two games this weekend. I think I'm gonna pick the Steelers just because I think their defense will. And kind of get with Case Keenum. I don't know head. if people have paid attention, but the Browns are really falling apart. With they injuries. really are. Baker's out, so Case Keenum's starting. I still believe the Browns Mike? are a better team. Yeah. Uh, Browns. I don't think are the running backs even there yet this year. All right, Bengals and Jet. Who put that? You did. Right. Do they actually play the Jets? Yeah. That's. I mean, Jets. Jets. Why is this Jets go here? Jets. New York football Jets. You're Jets? No, I'm not <laughs> Jets. Let's go with Jets. <laughs> Give me the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals. Mike? Bengals. Gosh. Uh, he just wanted to see everybody. Why the was that on That's there. why he's on there. <laughs> he just wanted everybody. Okay, you know what? Real quick. Let, let's. Hang nope, on. nope. No, no. Nope, Hold that's on. the pick. Because we have to get out of here. It's 7 Look at this. Radio guy. Can't even get out on, out on time. Okay, we got Panthers, Falcons, Titans, Colts, Dolphins, Bills, Titans, Colts. Is that that's? I mean, they're both gross. Carson Wentz. All these Rams, games. Texans, Eagles, Lions. Oh, that's the game of the week. Patriots, <laughs> Chargers. I guess could be good. Jaguars, Eagles. Seahawks, Buccaneers, and San- like these are all bad games. Yeah, they're not gonna be great. I'm fine with what you pick, just so I can get an easy. You win. tell me the Giants versus the Chiefs not gonna be a great game? It might be actually. It could be a great part. game in the wrong way. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for us here on Red Zone Radio. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And next week, we will have a two-hour special, so you don't want to miss that. You are listening to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 917. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And as always, go 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 Tops.